0: Hello and welcome to the Hill and Valley. This is Nick Roby. Thanks for joining me once again. We're here to talk about some Clemson sports. There's, there's a lot to talk about in this post-weekend reaction episode, man. Uh, so if you are a Clemson Tiger fan, there's a lot of fun things to talk about this weekend. So let's jump on to it. I mean, there's a lot we want to talk about Um they they bid much better than my picks this weekend. I will tell you. I will tell you that. But that's for a, another episode on a different podcast. If you want to tune that into, with a backyard catcher you interested. But it, you win some, you lose some. But uh, you know, Clemson. Clemson's in it, man. we'll start with football. Uh, as they're starting to wind down on their season, Clemson won forty-two to twenty-one over Georgia Tech this past weekend. It was Military Appreciation Days. So they're of course wearing the all purple, the regalia, as it is officially known. And man, I'll just say it too: what a sweet looking uniform! I know you get used to the all orange, but man, I love, I love some good purple. You know, some good regalia. And man, against against Georgia Tech too. It just, it just feels right. You know, it just feels right. You know, I, I understand the tradition of it being military appreciation day. I think it's really cool with the purple heart connection as well. So it makes sense since you do it once every year. Um, it will be fun to see it a little more often, but I, I do like the, the way the uniforms kind of go. And so we'll, we'll get to see the orange britches soon enough. Maybe not as much as we as Clemson fans would all like, but you'll get to see them. But Clemson, of course, won 42, Covered the spread much easier than, than I thought going into this. Um, Clemson was a 14 and a half point favorite coming into the matchup. Um, excuse me. But I, I thought that Georgia Tech would would cover more easily just because of how explosive their offense has been. I mean, they beat North Carolina. They, you know, they were a five-win team. I mean, they, they want a, a very strong offense. I mean – They're able to move the ball. They're scoring 33 points a game. Now they're giving up 30. So it's like you didn't know which kind of person you're going to get, but they can move the ball. And I just thought they would keep it close enough, you know, maybe like a 10-point kind of victory. But Clemson put them away. And really, other than the, you know, they go for a fourth down with Aiden Swanson in their own end zone. I didn't love the call personally. I love the aggressiveness per se. And I know Dabo likes to kind of keep people guessing when it comes to the punt. I just think it was too close to the end zone for my liking. And you had already, you had already held them down. So it's like, uh, but I know the defense sounds like they were ready for that. It just, you know, so you give the touchdown, you go on early. I didn't love that personally but at the same time it's like you believe in your guys and you're going to take opportunities and shots and you're going to be the aggressor so i like i like that mentality of you are being the aggressor you know you're not just waiting for the game to happen you are going to go take it so don't love that because it was like fourth and nine to and just to get your guy to run there and but it works out because that's one of the few things honestly that you could question and with those kind of a place it's like if it works out it's great and people you get praised about it and if it doesn't you get some questions about it. So me personally, I didn't love that play call, but other than that, I mean, they played a great game. I, even just looking at some of the stats, I mean, it was and especially defensively. Can we talk about, I mean, offensive gets a lot of love, you know, and, and rightfully so at times or that in, in college football these days, but man, defensively, can we talk about now? I almost feel like I have to whisper. This freshman class is really good. It's like, they picked off Haynes King four times by four different freshmen. And it wasn't just like a guy going in for a play and he gets the pick. Like guys making impacts with picks. I mean, also, can we talk about Khalil Barnes? How good that guy has been in just with coverage and just the uh the aggressiveness he plays with. It just he just has an energy about him that is just. It's good. It just you, you how you need that a little bit on defense. And he was making plays in the backfield. Terrell Avion Terrell, a, um, the younger Terrell brother, makes that one handed interception. It was so impressive. He's making tackles in the backfield. It it was very impressive. I mean, they're having freshmen out there against you know, and there's a couple plays that Georgia Tech could have like could have and probably should have made big catches on. And that's what football works, you know. There's a lot of there ends up being a lot of woulda coulda shoulda's or what ifs, but. Just the way it goes. But there's a couple that goes out in and out of their hands. But other than that, like they were, they were having good coverage. Like we're getting sacks too. Like it just was, it was an all around really good defensive performance. I thought, and it let the offense get settled in and take advantage, you know, for a powerful Georgia Tech offense or the one that has been moving the ball, you know, like they scored 46 in North Carolina and and see what you want about North Carolina's defense. It still can be hard to score 46 points at times. You know, so four different guys, and then you have the pick six from Lewis. I mean, he read that guy so well and just picks him off. It it was it was just a very impressive day and very demoralizing for them. You could just tell how frustrated Georgia Tech was on defense, just these different looks they're getting, and there's just an edge and a confidence that they're playing with. The way that Saturday felt was how that felt more like Clemson from a few years ago of just the, you are the aggressor, you are out there attacking, you're making defenses, offenses, offenses earn it, and you can feel their frustration on offense. And even if they move the ball, they're having to work really hard to do it. And just the impact some of these young guys were having was very impressive. I mean, uh, the younger McLeod brother was out there at linebacker because Barrett Carter was out. I mean, Barrett Carter didn't play. I don't want to, like, Barrett Carter's been, you know everyone's a little banged up this time of year and so he he has to to be scratched late scratch and it, it's tough i mean it's a long season so and a young guy stepped up for that wade wood has played well jamar trotter i mean the dude just makes plays and then just he's just such a calm guy and he but when he gets fired up it feels like it's it everybody fired up i mean these guys are just they play with an edge about them which is really fun to watch yeah it just four interceptions by four different Guys, and then Khalil Barnes has had multiple it just impact plays. I just thought really well, Wes Goodwin called another great game. I just was very impressed overall from that offensive performance and our defensive performance. I mean, they're up 21-7 to seven at half, and really the seven points was just from the turnover, you know, a turnover on downs, I mean, and, you know, give somebody a short field, they capitalize. Cade looked much more comfortable, You know, he goes 23 of 34, 205 yards. So that's not the biggest number, but like Clemson's running ball. And I feel like they had control of the offense. He has four touchdowns, one interception. Um, He's getting the ball, different guys. Phil Maffa was 17 of 96, 5.6 a carry. Will Shipley, just reminding everybody how good that guy is, 11 for 77 yards, a touchdown. He also had 30 on the ground, too. I feel like his. Ability to catch the ball out of the backfield was big, and it really helped this offense get going. And then you have you know, guys like Dominic Thomas. Even he was just he had 26 yards, but receiving wise, Bo Collins stepped up. He had five for 65 yards on touchdowns. And then that Tyler Brown touchdown. I mean, at, people are saying that whole OBJ looked to him, and and, and it did. <laughs> like we're also very quick to compare it to that OB, the Odell um, Beckham Jr catch like we're very quick to do that but he was impressive I mean he just like throw the ball up there and just one hands it like the palm like the, the point of the football in his palm to grab it it was very impressive and I mean and it was good to see guys like Josh Sapp, uh Josh Sapp get a touchdown and and uh Brennan got a touchdown and just everyone was getting involved and it was just it was a fun offense to watch it really was and I felt like they were in control and Like K just seems like he's got a better feel for the team right now. And it just feels like this offense is starting to click. And I know sometimes not always the numbers is like a hundred percent, like, like it it might seem similar, but I'm telling you like the way this team has felt just feels a lot more like the team that, that maybe we kind of like, People could have expected to come into it, but some like, of the season, but it takes time. You got a new quarterback, new offensive coordinator, a lot of new, like just new pieces. And some of these young guys are starting to really step up. So I think Clemson is on a path to really finish out this season well and build momentum into the offseason heading into next year for sure. But I mean, like you still have opportunities coming into this year, or end of the year. I mean, and Haynes King, I mean, they held him down. The poor guy was having a having a tough day he ended up 13 for 31 129 yards he had two touchdowns four interceptions i mean honestly the couple touchdowns were in garbage time like they weren't garbage time but it was just when the game was already decided like it was 42 to 7 you know and they scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter which if you're going to look back on the game i would say like that's stuff you want to look into but you're getting young guys like really valuable opportunities to play and and Clemson hasn't had as much of that ability to do it in these games, you know, when, when the game is not in doubt and, or without like because of injury. So they did a good job. I mean, Haynes King scored on the one touchdown. They did, did give up um, 104 yards to Jamal Haynes, the uh, running back. But I mean, he's been having a good year and I'm okay with that, just because of how impressive like they were, on defense you know i mean like you're, you're limiting them and they only can really run the ball and like he's been having a good year like some guys guys still get yards but else of course it doesn't matter unless you get in the end zone so you can have as much yards as you want but defensively it was just was very impressive and so remember the stat we talked about we talked talk, the stat we talked about if you don't remember is that georgia tech coming into this game was 20th offense 20th best in, in the country on third downs and 110th worst on defense they were 20th best they are only six of 16, so like 37%. Um, and their average was like 40, like 47, I think, like almost half the like getting close to half the time. I mean, that's a really frustrating for an offense. They only had 13 first downs. I'm just looking at my stats. 13 first downs, 254 yards total in the game. And honestly, a decent chunk of that was in the second half once the game was already decided. I mean, time of possession was 23 minutes to 36 minutes. I mean, it was just overall very impressive. Overall, Clemson 465 yards, 260 on the ground, 205 through the air. Clemson finally won the turnover margin. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to – like that almost feels like the lead. Clemson won the turnover margin. And the one turnover that Clemson had was an interception where the DB made a good play and Cade's still learning. Um with some of that, but I mean, Clemson won the turnover margin, and that's what—that's what happens when you win the turnover margin. You win the games a lot of times. Like Dabba knows what he's talking about when it comes to that. It, it sounds really simple, but when you do that, you can win. So overall, I just—I thought it was a great performance. Um, only a couple of things. Um, looks like Sage Ennis, the backup tight end, and really the big blocking tight end, looks like he tore his ACL. So you just hate to see that. So we'll see how that kind of plays out, especially with some of the blocking coming in. Uh, That's what we saw some of – if you saw, like, that's why Josh Schaap was starting to play more. And then Olson, Pat Henry, a little bit. He had an opportunity even to get a touchdown. So it was good to see even some of those young guys getting opportunities. Um, It was even good to see, like, Chris Vizina get in and Hunter Helms get in. Um Vizina. I think they're still trying to redshirt. So remember, he still has the four games. So they were waiting until the end of the year, and now he has opportunities to play. So he still has four games, and that doesn't include postseason. So he could still play in the bowl game um, and not lose that red shirt as well. So valuable things to have. And I thought, I thought Clemson played a really good game, and really, honestly, you could say it was one probably one one of the most complete games of the year. And just it's good to see that build off of Notre Dame because now there are opportunities to finish off the season well. Because now you got North Carolina who is ranked, they squeaked out an overtime win against Duke at home. So now they come on the road. And Clemson's a a six-and-a-half, seven-point favorite, depending on – or even eight It was starting yesterday. So uh, we'll see. And that number still feels a little bit high. I can see it being closer than that just because of how good North Carolina is offensively. But once again, Clemson has opportunities with these defenses they're going to face. They're not like – like in the top tier, you know, when they're in the middle or lower tier, when it just comes to, to like with yards giving up and those kinds of things. And so there there's opportunities, you know, for Clemson to really make an effort. And then you got the rivalry game at South Carolina, but you can move the ball on that offense, too. And or that defense, too. And Then you get a bowl game. So there's still an opportunity to win nine games and finish the season off really well. And I just thought it was really good to see that and um, see some of that momentum and see some of the work and effort that, you know, that they've been putting in and sort of see that play out. So we'll break down more of the North Carolina game later this week for sure. But just wanted to hit on that from Georgia tech. So they have it. That is football. Clemson wins 42 to 21. You want to talk some basketball? Can we talk about some basketball? Like how fun, how fun are these teams to watch And They're sometimes they keep you on your seats, man, but Clemson, basketball both men and women last time we talked they were getting ready to head into double games over the weekend the teams combined men and women go four and oh on the weekend uh the men's game's a little bit closer <laughs> if you watch you'll know what i mean um the women's game's a little bit more uh comfortable wins but that was to be expected just based on the competition level and what you're working out but we're going to talk about the men first they're playing the Asheville, uh championship so it was a four team two game uh, tournament where everyone gets to play two games. They're playing in Asheville. So on Friday night they played UAB and they squeaked out a win of 77 76 where Chase Hunter hits a couple clutch free throws. They were down 10 points in the game. They come roaring back. Uh, Hunter hits a couple of clutch free throws at the end and they get the win. And, UAB is one of those teams where it's like they were 0-1 and now they're 0-2 coming into the weekend, but or, come, or like after that game. But I'm telling you, like they had a lot of transfers, but that that team is good and they can play, you know, and they're a well-coached team. And sometimes with and they just moved into the American. So sometimes with those kinds of teams, like it can feel like like why isn't like Clemson playing better? Or why isn't this power five team playing? And I think the field, like the margins are a lot closer now in basketball, especially with the transfers and just what's available and especially earlier in the year as so teams are trying to figure each other out and you don't get to see these teams all the time. And that's what I'm talking about with Davidson as well. You don't get to see these teams all the time and what they run and what they're used to. And, and they'll give you their best shot. And, and you showed it cause they beat Maryland. Maryland is the team who comes out. zero and two in all of this, you know, and that's what you kind of want to come away with. But so Clemson, I thought got a good win this week. Definitely going to play better for sure. Um, then hopefully the shooting will start carrying over. But PJ Hall in this game had 27 points, uh, seven nine rebounds. Sorry, seven defensive rebounds, nine rebounds, two assists. Uh, Chase Hunter was clutch in this game. Uh, I just I just thought they 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 really came back and showed the resolve for sure. Um, so they get the victory on Friday, and then Sunday they go against Davidson, who Davidson had just won on a three pointer as time was winding down to beat Maryland. So these games are all super close and Clemson comes out and getting to watch, like I didn't get to watch all the entirety in the moment of UAB um, schedule wise, but I got to watch with Davidson. And man, this was like, before you know it, it's like, if you want to talk about teams starting out cold, and one team starting out hot, man. I mean, you just look up and Clemson's down 19 to two. That's not a, that's not a misquote 19 to two. 23 to 5 with like 10 minutes in the game and you're like what is happening like they're 0 for 8 from 3 and and, and not bad looks they're just not hitting and guys you can hit Joe Girard, Alex Hemway, like these guys B.J. Hall can hit and I thought a little bit early that Clemson was selling for threes a little bit Uh, Davidson's offense like they play in this like motion um, and they, they can be very physical when they drive the basketball and they make you defend for the whole 30 seconds and they are very comfortable sharing the basketball. Like their high score, you know, only had twelve in the game. It was average of like fourteen. So it's, they're not—they're very comfortable doing that. And it's a system that's been taken over because, um, you know, the dad was a coach for a long time, and then son takes over. And so they just—they're very comfortable running with their what they run. And they come into this, and they're a very unselfish team, and they share the basketball really well. And you know, they were hitting shots early, and, and Clemson really had. You know, it was a gut punch kind of a game. And, you know, they very very easily could have, could have rolled over and just say, well, we'll just move on and just let this be a loss and stuff. But you can tell the leadership of this team. And you can tell the culture that's taking in, even with some of these newer pieces, that when you have a lot of these older guys, right? No, like they kept – I didn't see like the – The mood, the level of the team like stayed the same. Like they just weren't hitting the shots. And like, we will hit these shots. Like we'll start, we have to be just keep shooting, keep playing, and it will even out. And that's what happened. They go on an 18 to five run to end the first half. And they're only down five, 28 to 23, which are like in a normal game, like, okay. But like to be at that point was big. I mean, they were down 23 to 5 and they end on an 18 to five run. Like, that's massive. Because then it's like, a five-point game it's anybody's game I and mean, it's like pj hall had only scored one basket i mean we weren't and joe Girard really started hitting some threes he was 04 at first and then he hits four in a row the dude had a great game and really shot helped shoot this team out of it alex Hemingway had three threes uh pj hall had a couple threes and i thought the big thing too and also can we talk about rj godfrey man he had 10 points seven rebounds the dude, three blocks i mean the dude. Like really was a like I, I've been I've been impressed early with what I've seen from RJ Godfrey and he might not always be the big guy that you know gets a lot of notoriety same guy with like Ian Shefflin like he's not maybe like one of the big three like maybe guys that like you look first at the box score but being a backup for PJ especially when he gets infallible and like he's he's physical but he, on offensively he was finishing around the glass getting rebounds but he was finishing some of those plays and keeping Clemson within the game. Was massive because it's like having that was really big time, and I was just very, very impressed from what I saw with him. And you could just tell how much he's been working in the off season, and he's just someone to watch. and He was just fun to watch play. He had a reverse a dunk, re, like, dribbles around the guy in the baseline, and does a reverse slam. And plays like that can really energize a team, you know, especially when when you're star couple of your stars haven't really gotten going, you know, and hitting shots that they can make, but they, they hadn't hit them yet. And I thought he did a really good job of this. And then they really emphasized this coming into the second half and they got, they kind of started figuring out their defense. Like Davidson did a good job trying to double team PJ and, and moving and moving guys around, but they really started to go inside first and attack the middle. And then let the threes come to them when the defense collapses, you know, and not just settling in the beginning. And because I don't mind personally, this is just me personally, I, I know that three ball is a, is a lot in this game. And then and, and, and analytics will show that. But what I still like is that you're involving everyone in the offense. And then especially when you're when your best player is your like your five, your four, your five, your big guy, getting him a touch into the paint, making the defense collapse. And then you double team him. And if you move the ball around well on the outside, that's why you're seeing some of those shots, especially from Alex Hemingway in the corner it's tough because you, know, you have to honor pj because he can shoot from outside go on the inside and even fadeaway jumpers and you move around the outside you have chase hunter cutting in. i thought they did a good job making cuts and and doing a good job joe gerard i thought did a good job like i felt like it was his best game for sure as a clemson tiger and he's only gonna get better as he gets more used to this offense and more useless and just sometimes your shots is not falling early you know it's just it's not moving the way you want to and i just I just thought they played a really good game, and this is like a big win, I think, for Clemson, because you get to win, you get to win a title, you get to win a, little, a championship, have a trophy, and you just get to use this as momentum. And this was a big marker game because with the way it started, it could have really easily been like last year. If we're being honest, last year that's kind of what happened with Loyola Chicago, and it ended up being a bad loss. I'm not saying Davidson is like. To be a bad team but just saying like it's an early season loss where you just you're not shooting the ball you're in a neutral site and sometimes you're, just, you're just not shooting well and it's just it's just it's not your night but you kind of take it as like that's not our night you know but I would, and even if you don't win what i was impressed with is even if they if they hadn't won is that they fought back and they made it a game and davidson had shots to win it and i was very impressed with davidson i was very impressed with them and they're gonna be a fun team to watch that's someone to watch out for in the atlantic 10 um they're picked to finish finish like 12th or something i'm telling you like there's a well-coached team i'm not saying that they're gonna like go on this crazy run but i'm just saying as someone just as watching them that game i was just very impressed with them and they're gonna be a tough out is my point in the atlantic 10 um And so will UAB and the American. Those are both going to be tough outs. I just, I was impressed with the fight. In both games, you're down double digits. You're down 18 at one point in the first half, and you come back and make it a game. And then you start, shots start falling your way. It puts the pressure on them, and their shot isn't falling. You take the lead, and then you held off and you held on to the lead. Even when Davidson retook the lead briefly, Clemson took it right back, and Clemson felt in control especially like the, the second half, like the last 10 minutes of, of the game, Clemson felt like they were in control of the game. And if they like make their free throws and, and do what they need to do, they closed it out and they won. And I just think that's a big momentum builder, especially as you're going into these other games and you're showing what you can do as you build more confidence. Because now you have a t- they have a tough Boise team coming in on Sunday. I, if you can go, I would say that, that that's a, I know it's a team from out West. That's That will be, that could be a tough one too, you know. This early Sunday tip. I mean, they can build momentum from this at home because now you're three and zero, and if you win that, like you win a couple more games, and then in the and now they're doing the ACC-SEC challenge, and then they have to go to Alabama. You know, they're number 24 in the country right now, and they could be five and zero going into that. That could be a big game for Clemson, and even if they don't win it, like. You're giving yourself opportunities and you build yourself confidence to go into those kind of places and play well, you know, especially when you have those upper leadership guys. So I just I thought it was a good game and it was good to see like guys move the ball and and, and get more confidence in that. So it's just a fun team to watch and a lot coming into this. And, and they're still trying to figure some things out as a lot of teams are, especially with Joe Girard. I mean, and, you know, and kind of filling out his role within the team and especially with the defensive part, it's like he, our mind there, like he's coming from that two, three zone and already played man-to-man defense and defense wasn't necessarily a strength, but they, he's worked really hard on it. And that's something that they're going to continue to try to to work on with him, especially because of the man-to-man offense. If you pick on one guy, it, it can start to become a liability, but I thought you can definitely tell he's been working on that for sure. So that's it for men's basketball. They've got Boise on. Sunday at one, so they get a good week to rest, recoup, and and try to build that momentum for sure. So if we're going to talk about the women, they had two games. They played Charleston Southern, who they won eighty five to fifty five. Uh, they were in control of this game from the tip for sure. And I just when I look at these two games that we're going to talk about with them, and they beat Charleston Southern, and then they beat Mercer ninety to sixty six. Like, to score that many points is impressive. But, I mean, Amari Robinson, I mean, can we just talk about how big this is that she came back and how just consistent she is? I mean, she had 21 and 9 in this game, 5 assists, can make a 3. Just She's just so consistent. And her demeanor on the court is very infectious because this team has a lot of new pieces. They're trying to figure out rotations. But when you can plug her into the number 5, into number 5, it's very impressive and Maddie Cluse, I thought has been really good at getting good buckets uh Harris has been really good at getting some tough buckets and, and really doing a good job with assists she had a double double with assists 10 and 10 that's been good um you know Ruby Whitehorn has been been trying to get into the, the rhythm of the game you know in these first few games and getting her feet with her so when she gets kind of going and and get into that rotation more. I think that will make this team um, much better. I thought Kramer, who had a great game against Charleston Southern, she had twenty points herself. So, was four nine from three. She she she's been fun to watch too. And and you know having that three point dynamic between her and Maddie on uh, that's good to have too. Um, so they've just been a fun team to watch, man. Um, and then in the Mercer game, Mercer was pretty athletic. It just it made made Clemson like play defensively, and they had it like close within the like a first quarter, it's 23-16. And when Clemson had three uh let me look at the box score, they had three quarters with 20 plus points, and they scored 90, which is a lot. Um like then I wouldn't say like that that's definitely higher than what their average is, but I mean. I've been impressed, and uh, Danielle Danielle Rauch, who was the GA from last year, she played at Michigan two years ago. Last year she was a graduate assistant, and then she had another year, and they she's been like another a little another coach on the floor. And I thought she had probably her best game on Sunday, and did a really good job distributing the ball and just playing. She just gives has been given some good minutes since this team is just trying to figure themselves out. Robinson at 21-7 and again. She's just been very consistent. Mariana had a couple of threes. Um, Amani Freeman, uh, she was getting herself into the game. And so it was just good to see Harris had a good game. I just thought that they put together some good, solid performances. I'm um, just really building this momentum. And it's good because, because they have South Carolina on Thursday and in the rivalry game and that's tough I mean South Carolina has a top 10 team I mean really a top top five top you know top four type of team um they beat Notre Dame in Paris you know they have a really good freshman I mean they've lost pieces but they're they're tough defensively and so I think the big thing is just that you're coming to this game and you just want to see like them play well and it's tough on the road but I think you like you know you're going to get some runs and defensively you want to you want to make them into like you want to make them into like having to shoot long shots you know and not let them be comfortable they, they try to get you know get turnovers and get and get transition points and and make you make you settle for threes like and make yourself a long jump shots and then just make it it just get you out of your rhythm you know and so i think the more that they can build these rotations and rhythms it's really helpful because last year it wasn't was not a great green from Clemson and it got away from them quickly. And I think the one that can just stick around and hang around, um, just make it interesting, you know, give yourselves an opportunity, but they've built that momentum. And I think it will be important to watch, but it's tough. That one's a tough game. It just is. It is what it is. Um, but and just kind of see a name. You take what you take from it and just give yourselves a bet. Did you give yourselves an opportunity, you know, and that's what you really want coming to that game. So that'll be on Thursday. Them at eight, I believe it's Thursday on the SEC network. I would have to double check that, but it's Thursday evening, so that's that both teams have some, some opportunities to rest, but a good weekend overall for them. So, and then finally, just want to talk about let's give a shout out to uh men's soccer, don't always get to talk as much about soccer and opportunity to talk about them um just there's a lot to to watch and, and and cover but man i got to watch the ace the men's championship that team i mean that was awesome to watch they win uh silly gets the goal with like in the 88th minute to tie the game force overtime they go through both overtimes 10 minutes and then they win in penalty kicks against north carolina tough opponent i mean and so they win they see titles. So I just want to give them a card. Congrats to that. They, um, they lost last year in the championship game to Syracuse. And so they won, they won three AC titles in the past like 10 years, which is impressive. And they've been given those opportunities. And even as the four, they were the highest seed they were the fourth seed, but they were the highest seed to make it into the final four. And so now it's coming into the selection committee. Um, they just give themselves a really good opportunity to get a favorable draw going into this as the women did. The women were one seed, they beat Radford. And so anything can happen after that. And so it was just fun to see them and want to give them a congrats. And that was just a fun and just great to see um, them play well. And just so give the men's uh, soccer team a shout out. So that is it for now. Stay tuned for North Carolina preview uh, coming later in the week. Hopefully we'll get to talk some more basketball with a special guest that be on the lookout for that coming out soon. But thanks so much for listening. Remember to follow us on, we are on Instagram. We are on Twitter slash X. (laughs) Um, We are on Facebook. If you follow that, we are trying out with TikTok. So if you are on that, we are, we're trying that out. So, (laughs) you know, trying to get into as many ways to produce different content for y'all. Um, and we're on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe to that as well. And you can get the video of this and, and try to put out some more stuff for y'all there. So thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, make sure to subscribe to that if you get an opportunity, to. That really helps me out as well. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a great week, and I will talk to y'all later. Signing off.